0: And good morning, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Um, I had an interview today, or I guess I have an interview to post today. Uh, it's with Think Wild Crypto. That's her TikTok username. I don't think she has Instagram, but follow her on TikTok, Think Wild Crypto. She kind of talks about Polkadot, KSN, Mover, Clamor, um, and just a few other staking kind of coins and of just a few coins in general that have a lot of utility, and I really like her content. So I invited her on and we just talked about staking and where crypto is going and how to just avoid bad projects and always kind of keep a lookout for yourself. Um, And that being said, we'll get to our first sponsor, VinoVest. So VinoVest is one of my favorite partners to come about uh, because I love wine. I love a good glass of red. It's, It's the best. But did you know wine has one third the market volatility? Uh, than the stock market, and their annualized returns are ten point six percent per year, and that's compared to the stock market as well. So you get great returns and you don't have as much volatility. And when you invest in the wine, they keep the wine, and you can buy it, sell it, or whatever. Or you can have them ship the wine to you, and you can drink it as well. So a lot of great things about Vinovest. So I recommend you sign up today. I'm going to post the discount link in the podcast description, um, but it's Zen AI slash the Weekly Scoop, and you'll get two months of fee free investing. Just say it was from the Weekly, excuse me, Weekly Scoop. And next, our next sponsor is Zencaster. And good morning, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Scoop. But first. Uh, A thank you to my sponsor Zencaster they've done so much for me and I think you should create an account with them or if you have an account upgrade to their pro uh, series and I say that because they offer the best audio and video quality you know 1080p HD 16-bit WAV audio It's just the best and you can have Unlimited guests, you know, it's just better than trying to record on like Zoom or any other platform that has like video communications involved. Um, it's just really helped me utilize guests and get high quality video to publish on YouTube or Twitch or whatever the case may be. So, that being said, you should sign up using my promo code. Go to zencaster.com slash pricing and enter promo code the weekly scoop one. And you'll get 30% off your first three months. So that's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R dot com. And then use promo code the weekly scoop one. That being said, guys, let's get after it. Everyone, welcome to the weekly scoop. I uh, got a special guest interviewing Think Wild Crypto. Uh, we met uh, via TikTok uh, just from posting and just kind of getting to know each other a little bit. And I wanted to bring her on just to talk about maybe like her projects, how she got started in crypto, you know, and how um, she thinks of where it's going uh, in terms of maybe from a regulation standpoint or just like a project standpoint. You know so introduce yourself a little bit and kind of like what got you into cryptocurrency
1: okay um so what happened for me is that i was like relatively completely unaware of crypto um and then i sort of started thinking that i needed to diversify um to sort of make room for all these things that are happening in the world and so crypto was presented to me and i kind of just went down the rabbit hole and as soon as i heard of web3 um and started looking into it for me it was like the answer to a lot of a lot of problems that i had been noticing like just for years and years um and specifically that was the decentralization um and like the personal responsibility of sort of web 3 like what it demands from you i think it rewards people who put in the work and i think it makes a lot of things possible that aren't possible in you know web 2 if you will or the traditional kind of world of everything finance and education and whatnot so as soon as i latched onto that i got into it pretty deep and then i um i i was on TikTok, and then i started doing like i don't know kind of like ended up going in that direction a bit more and then i ended up just like meeting so many people and starting to network and you know once you get into the social media stuff um i ended up meeting a lot of people in projects and talking with them and and uh so i kind of got sucked in like that
0: Gotcha. Okay, so that makes sense. I mean, like with me it was like kind of when Doge really took off, that's where I put a lot of focus and time and energy into crypto was um having the success with Doge and then just, you know, thinking what is cryptocurrency? I think it was my curiosity that really took me to a different level with cryptocurrency um because it's more than just meme coins and it's more than just um, like fads and trends like it's a whole ecosystem and that's kind of where I guess I wanted to figure out you know were there more people like me or were there actually people that were just like more into like crypto before like when Bitcoin even started or because when Bitcoin started I thought I was um, skeptical at first of Bitcoin because I mean I was like there's no way that money can be like digital in that aspect, like making a cryptocurrency, um, in terms of transactions. Cause that was I think uh Bitcoin came out in like what twenty thirteen. So I was like I was still in high school too. So I didn't <laughs> really have much um really, really much knowledge of finances or anything like that. So I've been um really studying hard for the past like couple years on different aspects of crypto. So I'm more so I do i've purchased nfts i do staking currently um i do just regular investing um what what do you do in crypto
1: yeah so like like, when i first got in, i started just like investing um and i caught like that that pump and so i was loving it and uh and so you know, that was a great introduction to crypto. So I just started just trying random things. And then, as I said, like once I started getting connected to more communities, which like to me, that's the other thing about Web3, like it's all about these sort of communities that you choose to be a part of versus, you know, happenstance, you know, like your age group or your location. Um, And so that's another thing I love. So when I started meeting like minded people and then I started asking questions and I started understanding more. um, So for me, I'd say I'm more long term hodling. Uh, I'd say that I only buy into projects that I'm really interested in, and I learned that the hard way. <laughs> um, and <laughs> so I do like some shorter term things, but I just I'm not I don't have the time to pay attention to all of the all of the TA all the time and all of that. So I, I buy things low that I like and I hold them um, and I'm big on utilities, So when I buy things, I want to make sure that I can do stuff with it. Um, a lot of my friends that I've met like do crypto full time, and people that I talk to about it are like, "What do you do like crypto full time? Like, what are you even doing all day?" Um, and so there's a lot to do with your crypto. So I will invest in tokens of projects that have things going on. Um, so as you know, like I'm interested in, in the dotsama Sama ecosystem, so that would be Kusama and Polkadot. Um, and the reason is that they have a lot of like interoperability. So like there's a lot of stuff coming up with projects like working together. And to me, I think that's going to be the future. So um, what I do with my crypto would be like staking, um, would be big. And, and you mentioned also um, like pooling. So like that would be like LP, right? Um, like liquidity providing. Um, so I do some of that as well, though I do find like when the market's down, it's a bit risky to do that. Um, so I try to stick to just main net staking. You know, like building the networks. I think that's important. And so that there's a lot of minimums on that. So it's kind of hard. Um, but like, so in the Polkadot ecosystem or in Kusama, I um, I would buy tokens for the projects that I like, and then I would stake them to the mainnet to help secure it. And you get a good return for that. And you don't have to worry, right? Your, your tokens aren't on an exchange or anything like that. So I do that. I do some farming and I do some of that high, super high risk stuff because you can't resist the, you know, 800% APY and that kind of thing. Um, and as things move ahead with this, um, like there's something in dotsama that's called XCM, which is cross um, consensus messaging. And so you might you might have started seeing like tokens on exchanges that are like XC or like they'll have a different letter at the start. Um, so like you makes it like XC KSM. Um, and these are tokens that are now like natively used across chains and stuff like that. So you get a lot more options in the staking. Like I think right now I'm staking like, like glimmer and Avax, (laughs) like they're in a farm together and those are from totally different blockchains. Right. So, um, there's a lot more options now. And so I've just been experimenting with that. So I do mostly I'd say mainnet staking. I do some just regular staking. I do have, um, I do some lending as well. I usually don't do the borrowing. I just do the lending. Um. And so that would be on a number of exchanges. I'm just looking at my tabs. So yeah, like definitely mainnet staking for like, I'm on Moonbeam, Moon River. I'm using solar to do some farming. I have some Rome staking. I have some like AVAX lending. I have some Acala staking, like there's just lots. Um, and so for me, like, especially when we're down, I'm just accumulating and adding to those positions. Um, I don't plan to sell them anytime soon. I think the market's going to probably have a big pump, I hope. Uh, before we crash at least some sort of pump Um, but even after that I think I'll still just hold that stuff and I'll just keep staking it
0: absolutely Um, from an investment strategy standpoint like what do you like go off of because like some people use I guess like chart readings like they read patterns and that's how they like try to make their investment decisions Mm-hmm. uh for the future uh which i still don't understand that like they'll look at a chart and they'll be like oh this is in uh like a w uh formation so that means this is gonna go down um and then like you know so on and so forth so like what's your like strategy for investing like in trying to tell like what's going to happen in the future with these uh like coin investments or do you just kind of like <laughs> hope that it goes up because yeah i'm kind of in the same boat where i'm like I don't know if you can read a chart and be like, I'm 100% sure that this is going to happen just because of the way this chart reads.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like, I'll follow some of, like, the TA, like, on TikTok, or I'll watch some on YouTube, and, like, I like to compare it, and I know, like, people in my own team, like... At this point, I kind of just have a discord of like, it's a lot of like people local and and you were talking about onboarding too. Um, I do, we kind of just like bring people in who need help getting into crypto. And then the idea is that like they bring different skills. And so we help them to find a place in Web3. Um, Anyway, a number of them do TA. And so they'll be in there saying like, oh, somebody's going to pump. What I personally do is I think you have to understand like the wider ecosystem. Um, Like for example, like you know, if tokens are going to get released from, you know, a crowd loan or like there's some new staking thing that's coming out that's going to have Mad Y API when they first start, then people are going to buy that token, and so that's probably going to pump. Or like you can predict definitely when there's going to be like a dump um, in some of those things. Like if you're deep in the projects. so really the projects that I'm in, I am deep in them, and so that's what I do. But yeah, I don't, I don't do any of the TA, and I don't. Like, I mean, if you've seen my TikToks, like, I have no clue. Like, sometimes I'll just, like, try it. I'll just be like, you know what? Let's just do, like, some leverage. Just, like, give it a go. And it just never works out for me. So I wish I knew better how.
0: Yeah, I think it's hard because you kind of have to – you just kind of have to predict, you know, trends and industries and and where things are going to go. Well, and I don't know if the trends Um, really apply. Especially now. You know? Yeah. It's it's hard because uh, you just – and and the regulations coming out makes it a lot more difficult. I mean, I think working or um, not working or like investing in crypto companies is, is hard to do in America. Um, I've heard a lot of complaints that America is the worst country for crypto currency, which I agree because there's more regulations, um, which is which is kind of weird because. Whenever I've looked at jobs for crypto companies, um, they're all overseas, at least the ones that I've looked at, because like other than maybe consensus, but like everything else, like the companies based in, you know, France or based in Italy or based.
1: Well, know, that's funny. Spain, like they're like very diverse. Somewhere um, in Europe. So what happened to mm-hmm. me is like I got I was on TikTok. I started doing that. As I said, I got into like Women in Crypto, um which is like a, a Telegram group and in there or and I'm in Polka House, too, which is like a group that has a lot of like the the top kind of people in there. Don't ask me how I got in there. It was random. But um so. You start to like get to know the projects and stuff. And so what happened is people in these groups are saying like, hey, like, does anyone know anyone who can do anything like to help us? And so I started being like, well, like, I'm a teacher if you want my help. And they were like, oh, my gosh. So I started getting offers from different projects. Um, And so what I found is like they're all over the place and the people that work there all over the place. Um, And so I, I keep trying to encourage people if you have any kind of skills that you're wanting to contribute to the crypto community. Like, every single company is hiring, like, 40 people,
0: you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where the government officials don't want crypto to be decentralized, uh, so they want the control. So that's where I feel like it's, it's hard for crypto to take off in the United States right now because they saw like what happened to like the doge event and then like it's just been after that it's been like trying to plot on how we can you know we can centralize this and track everything and 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 make sure we keep people like financially marginalized um so that's why i think staking is unique because like the whole staking platforms um are really great in terms of like putting your money somewhere that beats inflation and that's what i really like about staking um but like you said earlier like the whole eight thousand percent or eighty thousand percent apy staking is such a stupid risk that um yeah
1: like time everyone wonderland. knows, everyone knows what time wonderland um but you know like like i like exactly. i'll go into like the superpower like sometimes like some mm-hmm. of the the exchanges that i use will have like you know they'll have a promotion and it's like double staking so like i'll do that you know and And you just pull it out like for me the trick with staking especially like if you're if you're doing um like farming when you're like putting two tokens together um that you have that impermanent loss factor and so you do have to kind of like keep an eye on it um because if one token goes down you know it'll it'll purchase the other token to keep them equal so you do have to watch that you're doing pairs that make sense to you and that you're that you're aware that that can happen um but, but yeah, it's all risky in crypto. And I do think that you're you're what you're talking about with what's going on in the world, I worry about that. Um, that's why the TA doesn't really matter to me. It's kind of like there's so many external factors at this point and people are like, buy the dip, buy the dip. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know if we can guess what this dip is really going to be. I don't know if patterns just like keep repeating. Like, I hope I'm wrong about that. Like, maybe I'm wrong and they just no matter what will repeat, but I don't know um and so i i think too that you're right the government obviously has an interest every government has an interest in kind of maintain maintaining some sort of control especially in finances and so um i think the crypto landscape is going to look a lot different probably very soon
0: right i um i saw that they're trying to you know do the whole federal reserve uh cryptocurrency coin or whatever and that's that's the uh that's a huge nail in the coffin to to say that, you know, now they really know what they're going to be doing in terms of tracking because now they have a coin that they're going to try to adopt.
1: Yeah. Well, it... and to me, people have been well, sort we of, tried to... Oh, go ahead. I can tell you're still talking.
0: <laughs> oh no. I mean, it was really just like, you know, it, it just goes from the stance of like, this was meant for people to be financially free and, and decentralized and, not controlled um and then of course the government wants to come in and 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 take advantage of that Mm -hmm. and it's just it's
1: ridiculous yeah and obviously like i'm in canada i don't know if you know that but i'm in canada and um you know we had that like the convoy situation and the bank account freezing and the you know all of this like you know do we actually have financial freedom like all of these things right um and people in crypto are saying this is the best advertisement ever for bitcoin and I mean, I think for me, Bitcoin is probably going to be grandfathered in, in in terms of like, it's not going to go anywhere. Um, And like Ethereum, I don't know. You know, like a lot of layer one blockchains are coming after Ethereum. And, and, you know, we'll see what happens. But I also know that a lot of like non-crypto investment firms and whatnot, like they hold obviously Bitcoin, Ethereum, but they also hold Polkadot. And so for me, that's bullish. And I hope that means that you know, if they do take over crypto, that at least like some semblance of what we're used to will remain. Um, but yeah, I really worry about that. And I, I see people just saying like, oh, like once the government comes in or, you know, like mass adoption and like all of these things are going to blow up. And I'm just like, you know, like Facebook meta, oh, like buy whatever metaverse coins that you can. And it's like, well, like, are the same metaverses good? Like, do you think Facebook's just going to come in and like pick one and just join it? Like, I, I don't know. We'll have to see how that goes. And all these big companies, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because Bitcoin getting transacted now is, is, is huge, pivotal. Um, but that's not going to be the only coin that's going to be used for transactions, I think, down the line. Yeah. Um, Now, Ethereum is interesting because Ethereum, they've, like, said they were going to get, like, halved. And they said, like, Ethereum was going to, like, be cut into, like, two different strands. And, like, you know, it was going to go up in a lot of value at this point. But it still hasn't happened. And I haven't heard anything is going to happen there. Um, Then they still get the high gas fees. So it's just, like, what the hell is going to happen to Ethereum? I do have a little bit of money in Ethereum, but not much. I also have money in Bitcoin just because, like, I mean it's bitcoin so it's it's always good to have something yeah a lot of people i know do like investing in smaller things
1: and try to accumulate bitcoin as the end result
0: yeah work from like layer you work from alt to layer two to you know yeah layer one and you know so on and so forth and that's kind of where i'm at um i started with the alt coins and the meme coins and i still hold like I mean, I still hold a tiny bit of Shiba Inu because (laughs) in case if Shiba Inu ever hits like one cent and like not obviously anytime soon, it'd have to be like five to 10 years. You know, that would, yeah, that'd be great. But am I going to be optimistic about it? No. Um, I always hammer people on TikTok for, you know, investing in meme coins because I've seen people do it and then they get burned in the end and, That's why you can't just go off of the hype or the FOMO. Uh, I think that's the biggest lesson I've learned is don't just go off a hype and FOMO, you know, go where, um, go, go where the coin will be in like, you know, maybe a year or two, like look at things now where what's it going to be in like two years, which is, it's hard to, it's hard to say. And it's hard for me to even say that I can't make any predictions, but that's, That's where you want to learn is like, what's the investment strategy for not now, but what's the investment strategy for like two years down the
1: road? Yeah, you have to be careful of hype, like a lot of projects. I mean, like if you follow people on Twitter and they'll say like, you know, oh, what NFT project should I buy? And then you'll notice or like Shib Army, you know, like anytime anyone posts anything about like what coins the best, like there'll be like 800 posts immediately following it, you know, and so you know they get a lot of hype that way does that mean the project has any any actual value like what's the use case of this and so people don't don't always ask that questions and it doesn't necessarily matter like if you're trying to catch a pump like does it really matter if the project has any value if people are going to buy it then you're going to make money so it's kind of depends on what game you want to play um and uh yeah like I'll, there's a lot of scams too that's the other thing i would say um You know, like there was, what was that, like Squid Game coin and like all these things. And people buy in just like they did with Shib being like, well, Shib, you know, went crazy and and maybe this one will too. Uh, And you know, that's their, that's their choice. They can, they can do whatever they want. But, but I think that you do have to be really careful of scams. There's a lot of like promises that are made, a lot of hype. And then, you know, nothing ever comes of it. And then people are left holding the bag. So um that's part of like I said with my Discord too. It's just like with onboarding, it's just helping people to avoid those scams. You know, like if you're not familiar and you join a Telegram and then you ask a question and then someone writes back and says, "Hey, I'm the admin, like let me help you." Like that's a scam. <laughs> the admin will never do that. But like how do you know that until you get scammed unless someone tells you when you come into crypto. Sorry, I'm going to cough.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> um and since you're in you know, you're in Canada, you know, dealing with the convoy stuff, you know, what, what do you expect will happen in terms of, you know, the, cause I've been somewhat following that story a little bit. Where do you think it's going to go uh, in terms of like the convoys and the protesting and, and, you know, them raising money on Bitcoin tally and stuff like that? Where do you think, um, where do you think that combo is going to go? And where do you think? Because I know there's a convoy in the United States and they're actually getting blocked in, I think it's D.C. right now. Um, so where do you think from like. They cut wages of the truckers or they cut like their spending for gas and stuff, but then they raised money on tally. So where do you think commerce is going to go like in the near future? Like, is it going to actually turn to like Bitcoin and it's going to turn to where people are protesting, you know, these, you know, violations of their human rights by just like crowd fundraising and then, you know, distributing the money to these people so they can actually have a life. Um, but I guess to counter that, they weren't they shut down? Wasn't a tally shut down from the, uh, from the banks or whatever?
1: Um, yeah, I don't know about Tally. um or like people I get- know that there was like goFundMe, and then they returned all those donations. And then there was another one, give send go, I think it was. And they they those are the people that they froze their bank accounts and whatnot. There's questions of whether they even did that. Like they imposed an emergency order here. and then that gave them apparently emergency powers to like go and, you know, sanction financial institutions like like to me i don't want to get too political like to me no matter what side of the fence you're on here like you should be worried that the government in one day can just decide i can take everything away from you and i mean people have been saying this for a long time just as no one wants to hear it um so like in terms of what will happen i don't know like my concern is this like so the government can't take your bitcoin Okay, but they can surely limit your access to your Bitcoin in some way, shape or form. Right. Like, I mean, they could take away your Internet access. They could take away your money. They can, you know, so who knows? Um, I think it's just it's a I mean, people are cheering on the sanctions on Russia and, you know, turn off their Teslas and stuff. And I just think like those are powers that that once governments have them, like, why would they give them up? Who will they look at next i don't know i'm not cheering for you know losing all my freedom but uh what we can do about it i'm not sure like i just hope that that bitcoin and crypto is too big a beast to like to take down or like that people will i'm not sure i don't know how we get out of this to be honest i'm just trying to hedge my bets at this point
0: yeah exactly um I got a ledger, too, because I got a hardware wallet, and I was, like, thinking that maybe um, if I get a hardware wallet, that could help with, you know, encryption and stuff like that, but I'm also, like, you know, I don't know if that's, because, like, I guess they could shut down the internet if they really wanted to, um, which is a scary thought, Uh, and then it's, like, you really can't access your money, like, you can't access any money uh whether it's in a bank whether it's on you know an app whether it's on like whatever centralized banks control well and to me it's like the ledger like now you need the hard
1: copy so like what if that gets taken from you like i don't know
0: exactly exactly so it's it's tough but um
1: well and you said before like are you
0: into nfts at all
1: oh yeah um Go ahead. I was just going to say, like you, you mentioned before, like a hedge against inflation. And for me, it's like having having my my portfolio spread across a number of things makes me feel more safe because, you know, if I lose access to one exchange right. or if I, you know, then hopefully there'll still be something else I can work with. Um, NFTs is an interesting question. Exactly. So I do have a few NFTs um i'm not overly convinced about nfts in the state that they're in right now but i do believe that they will continue to Mm -hmm. gain more utility and that they'll be more and more important in like a lot of ways so i have a lot of friends who are in like the non-crypto business world um and you know all of them are at the point where they're like okay i gotta learn about nfts because this is going to be important to my business um and i'm sure you've heard all that kind of stuff so to me like the the jpegs that are just like hyped up you know, and that's where their value comes from. I think that those days are numbered myself, you know, in, in the same way that like there's people that still care about collecting movie memorabilia, like I'm sure they'll still have value to some people. Um, what I'm more interested in is utility. So, um, you know, NFTs being used as like gateways to things, you know, like a lot of times if you hold an NFT in your wallet, you get access to whitelists or um, you get, other benefits. You get airdrops, right? Like, you know, if you have these two NFTs in one wallet, then you get whatever entry to this thing in the metaverse, that kind of thing. So there's that like sort of level of utility, um, which I can appreciate. And then like as a marketing tool as well, I'm doing some marketing. Um, and and we're, we're thinking NFTs for that. Um, but again, like it's, it's just a thing that you have to assign value to. So that's kind of the creative part. So I'm really interested in remark, um, remark, I guess they say it usually Um, and that's on Singular. If you haven't looked into that, I would highly recommend looking into it. It's really cool. So their whole thing, and they're onto Remark 3.0 coming up, Um, but the Singular NFTs are cool. Like they're, do you know about them? Um, Like they're nested NFTs and you can like, they're equippable. So they can do like a lot more things than other NFTs.
0: You said it's called Remark?
1: Mm -hmm. RMRK. RMRK, okay. Mm-hmm. I actually do not know of them.
0: I try to like stay up to date with NFTs, but I always feel like there's so many lurking in the shadows.
1: Well, the and like Remark isn't an NFT. It's like, so I don't quote me on this because I don't I don't understand the exact story. But so like Kusama is a relay chain. Um, that's the sister network of Polkadot, and so Remark is like it's not a parachain. It's not a blockchain. It's like a hack of the code of Kusama so that these nfts can function like in these really cool ways so for example like your nft can own other nfts and your nft can have other nfts connected to it and you know like you can your nft can have babies essentially you know or you can buy a scarf for your nft or when your nft is in the metaverse then you know you can equip whatever nfts that you buy like you know a weapon or something and then it's it they can use it in the game um i i'm in dino dino which is um I'm just like shelling stuff right now, like not not on purpose, but I'm like giving them promotions here. Um, Planet Neo is the is the company. So they have this really cool metaverse. And so right now, like my kids are really into NFTs. They think they're cool. And so we have these dinosaur eggs that are set to hatch soon, uh, you know, and you can like put emojis on your dino eggs. And then when your eggs hatch, the, the emojis will influence like what kind of items they come with and and um, what they look like. And then those will be characters in the metaverse that that are like your game playable characters so to me that's cool that's cool utility
0: that is cool utility um from uh from so like i think the facebook meta takes it a little too far uh and i think that nfts are on a downturn right now but i think nfts are also crucial in terms of um utility so like i think what nfts are great for is creating a community uh because like when you have these discords and you have like these telegrams and you have like these, uh, like just these, it's, it's more than just a picture of something where, you know, you're buying like exclusive, like access to a group. Um, and apparently like with, um, these bored apes, Mm -hmm. When people buy these board Apes, it's a lot of these celebrities mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting access to like special discords and stuff apparently mm-hmm. with like other celebrities. So they like network with each other.
1: Yeah, I think they're trying so to I add utility that, at but, this point. Um,
0: exactly. So I think like from a, a utility standpoint, NFTs are greater in creating a sense of community. Um, and it's also a great marketing uh, aspect of business because Gary Vee, used NFTs when he came out with um V friends and <laughs> excuse me uh with V friends like he added tickets to like his um his like conference for like the next like two or three years uh with Vcon so like that's incredible and then he's like if you don't want to go to the next year, you can sell it off and you can make make money back off of it and stuff
1: uh-huh. like that
0: Um, But I think it's also great for the creator as well, because the creator can make 10% residual like profit off of each sale. So I think that's another great aspect for creators, whether it's like artists, musicians, uh, game creators, you know, and so on and so forth. I think that residual income aspect uh, is great for just like artists in general.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the NFT market right now is just being developed. I think that uh, really anything goes right now, um, which is exciting if you're a creative person. And, you know, it's sort of like just try whatever you want. Um, And so that's exciting. And so I hope people keep doing new stuff. And I think, like I said, over time, it will develop just like I think about the crypto world. Like, I think all of it is pretty new. I think that there's a lot of like, um, like there's a lot of just bootstrapping, you know, so like, like, these people are just starting from nothing just like making stuff up as they go and like just working hard which i really appreciate but i do think that it'll kind of shake out to be more one thing than another um and so if you're in it now like you just gotta place your bets really
0: <laughs> yeah just find something with good utility and find something with good um maybe intention or just find something that you're passionate about whether exactly it's- gaming whether it's music whether it's like art what you know whatever the case may be so you know find something that that fits your passions or even you know your kids um so you know I think I think that being said um where do you like what is your biggest fear of the web3 market uh but what is your like biggest uh like I guess positive like enthusiasm about the web3 market like what do you think could possibly happen like in in good or in bad
1: um well i think that like blockchain itself forces everyone to think outside the box so like i my personal opinion is that people generally just copy other things um like really just all of your beliefs and in, in everything that you do is probably just copied from someone else because um, you know, that's how we learn and grow, right? We imitate. However, like a lot of people don't get to that stage where they start like to reflect on it be like, why do I do this? You know, and as a teacher, I can say that like people don't necessarily, they can't even answer if you say like, why did you do that? Or why do you think that? And they're like, well, I don't know, you know? Um, so to me, like Web3 asks people to like totally think outside the box. Like when people come to crypto and they, they're they like, oh, it's too complicated. It's like it does, you have to kind of like think in like a different way. Um, so the most exciting thing about Web3 for me is like the potential to do really cool things. So I did my master's in education technology back in like 2013. And what I found was like when I brought that back to, to teaching, like no one was ready for it. It's just like, OK, but like we still need to like study for a test and then do a quiz, right? And you're like, well, like, no. The thing is, technology provides all these new opportunities, and so to like continue with the old way of doing things and then try to like jam the new technology into it um, doesn't make sense. So to me, Web three will be a whole new way of thinking about the world, um, which I just think is necessary, and it's time. And you know, we've been doing the same thing for so long that I feel like we're running it into the ground. Um, like even like even today i saw that like tiktok now has stories and i'm like okay like you know one platform like makes a new thing so everyone's like oh i better add every single thing to every single platform and sometimes i'm just like you know can we maybe think of something different or new or like something so to me i think web3 Web like requires that like i don't think you can do things the same way um the issue is like the blockchain situation with like transparency and so like i know that there's like if you hold NFTs, it's hard to track down like who holds them, right? Like you can maybe view the wallets depending on the situation, but like there is a still a, a large amount of anon, um, you know, capability right now. I feel like that's what's going to be under threat when mass adoption comes, uh, and so I'm not sure how we're going to navigate that, um, especially as you say that like the U.S. especially in and- they have a lot of regulations that prevent people from doing things. So I don't know. I'm just kind of just seeing how it all, how it all plays out.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm just, you know, hoping for, <clears throat> hoping for the best here. Uh, I know. But yeah, no, I, I thank you for meeting with me today and thank you for kind of discussing just, you know, web three and how you utilize it and maybe hopefully encourage someone to, to get involved today. Uh, I mean, it's pretty easy, you know, to get into Web3. All you got to do really is just download any certain application you think for the centralized exchange and then maybe dig a little deeper into a DeFi exchange um, online. And then, you know, if you want to get into NFTs, you should just go to, you know, the different platforms, you know, like OpenSea or uh, Solera and, and things of that nature. Um,
1: yeah, like to it's be really like- easy
0: to get into. I mean.
1: Yeah, I was going to say like there's web 2 on ramps, right? Like you can go through TikTok, you can like, you know, you can learn a little bit enough to like get yourself started and for me like like if people don't know like like TikTok, Telegram and Discord are going to be your main sources for like legit alpha on crypto stuff. Um like like Instagram's not really and Facebook no. Um so like if you get yourself find someone you can trust, hopefully someone who actually does crypto, that can just like get you started, but but the thing I want to emphasize is that <clears throat> like you don't have to be a crypto trader. You don't even have to really know that much about crypto. Um, you need to be willing to learn. You need to be capable of having an open mind, and you need to be curious. And you need to be a hard worker. Like take responsibility for yourself is really the name of the game. So if you're going to work for one of these Web three companies, like you're going to be working remotely. You're going to be doing stuff that hasn't been done before. Um, and so, if you're someone like me, that's exciting. Um, you know, if you're someone that's like, oh, well, like I'd rather someone just tell me what to do, and I could just like type it into my computer or something. You know, it's maybe not the place for you, you know, yet. Um, but yeah, like I would encourage just anyone if you're looking for opportunities, if you feel stuck, like I would say, look into it. And the way to do that, I would say, is yeah, like message someone who's in crypto, like Google, Google crypto jobs. I don't know what to tell you. Like we're we're heavy. Like we're looking for people to get involved
0: absolutely yeah just message message just someone on, me TikTok, on tiktok message someone <laughs> i will help
1: you i know like i like literally yeah, i just know like crypto. so many people who are just like do you know anyone for this you do you know anyone for this and i'm like oh my gosh people message me let me know and like everyone in my actual life i'm like leave your job come to web3 <laughs> so yeah yeah exactly. crypto tiktok um yeah well, I'm glad you had me on this was all fun. right
0: well yeah so yeah no I'm yeah no I'm thankful uh that you were able to come on I, I do like interviewing people I do like getting insights from other people in web3 uh just because it's not just me saying the same things over and over again <laughs> or me trying to get into different uh different aspects of of blockchain uh so thank you for sharing your insight and your knowledge with us um I enjoy your videos. I really do uh, oh, keep posting them. And uh, th- best of luck with um, just like your job and like your future, like investments and everything else. And like, I hope we all win. I hope we all. We're uh, all going to make it. We're all going to make it. Yes, we are. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Have a okay. great rest of your day. You too. And thanks for all you- all that you do.
1: Okay. Bye.